girl. Welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm an entrepreneur obsessed with giving you actual tools to help take you from where you are now to where you want to go in your life, career, and relationships. And this podcast is all about real talk and having some fun as we share incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. What's up, girl? I'm so excited that you're here for today's episode because we're going to talk about expectations and handling negative feedback. And I feel like both of those topics are so relevant, especially this time of year, because you might be spending some time or more time than you're used to with family this time of year, with the holidays coming up. And as much as you could love your family or they could have the best of intentions, sometimes your family doesn't understand your vision for your life or doesn't agree with the choices that you're making. And that can be really difficult. And then even if you're not hanging out with family and you're putting yourself out there on social media or through a podcast or you're building a business or you're just navigating different social circles that you're a part of, you're going to deal with negative feedback or people that don't understand why you're making the choices that you're making. And my intention with today's episode is to share with you my perspective on how I handle this personally, because you know this podcast is very, come with me, let's figure out life together, like we're girlfriends just chatting. And you know, I hope that this will be helpful for you. So definitely, as always, let me know what you think. And that being said, actually, I want to take one quick second because this podcast is actually released on Thanksgiving in the US. And you know, that's a day of gratitude. And I just honestly, like it sounds corny to say this, but I am so freaking genuinely grateful for every single one of you that listen into this podcast. In particular, I'm feeling it so much from those of you that share this podcast with your girlfriends or your coworkers or communities that you're a part of, or you tag me on Instagram stories and help get the message out. Or for those of you that take 45 seconds, which if you haven't done this yet, please do this. This would be so freaking helpful. Helpful, where you go on Apple or you go on Spotify and you leave a review of the show. Because what happens when you leave reviews is it helps with the algorithm on Apple Podcasts as well as on Spotify getting this podcast recommended to other new listeners. So it like shows up as a recommended podcast, which helps it grow so much. We're so close to 10 million downloads, which is bananas. And it's just like, it's so cool to see this community grow with so many incredible women. So I just truly wanted to say thank you. I'm going to keep showing up. I've recorded two episodes a week for almost five years and I want to be an open book and I want to share this with you, but I just want you to really understand how much you're sharing this podcast and letting me know that it resonates with you means to me. It truly, truly means so much to me. So thank you again for all of your support. And you know, that being said, I want to dig into the juice and make this a short episode that hopefully will hit home with you. So let me kind of set the stage here. You know, I mentioned, obviously, there are a lot of you that might be with family right now. And there's an expectation element of family and roles that I want to touch on. But I want to share with you why I wanted to talk about this topic in particular. So I, if you didn't know, I just recently became a mom. At the time that this episode is released, I have a two-week-old named Brody. He was born on November 9th, our first baby boy. Um, if you didn't, if you're interested in birth stories, I love birth stories and like hearing people's stories. Um, we have a really positive story and we talked all about our unmedicated birth with Brody, which dropped on the podcast last Friday. It was both my husband, Cena, and I, and it's also on our YouTube channel too. If you like watching stories like that, Brody makes a little cameo on YouTube, um, which you can find at Keisha Get Mary on YouTube. 
But anyway, um, I've been a mom for two weeks. And what I noticed is, you know, I am no stranger to putting myself out there on social media. I've had this podcast for almost five years. I'm super open. And honestly, majority of the feedback that I get from people is positive and really supportive and awesome. This community is incredible. But there's always a few people that, you know, like to share their opinions. And it's not really the desired type of feedback that you want. Some could call it negative feedback. But I had no idea... (laughs) what it would feel like becoming a mom and how much more commentary I would get about the choices that I'm making for our baby or even my postpartum journey. And where this started was I had Brody on a Thursday morning at 7.21 a.m. And after he was born, I um, got, you know, was in the hospital for one more day. And then we went home on that Saturday and my husband, Cena and I went on a walk around our neighborhood because I wasn't having any issues postpartum with like having any issues of why I couldn't walk. And my OB had cleared it. Anyways, we took an Instagram story of us on this like little family walk. Cause we were so excited, right? So our little family of three, actually four, including our dog, Lizzie. And we were on this walk. And so many people were like, go mom, like get it girl. And like, look at your family. Like 99% of the feedback that people replied to this story was positive. But I did get a few people that were telling me I shouldn't be walking postpartum. And I'm not even going to get into the details of what some of these people said, but I basically got some negative feedback about how I shouldn't be walking. And it was really mind blowing to me, honestly, because like I said, I've gotten negative feedback before I can handle negative feedback. But I was like, how are these people telling me what I should or shouldn't be doing medically when they don't know my story, right? Like my doctors had clear this. Of course, if I wasn't feeling good or I had a lot of like bleeding or I had a lot of postpartum like issues, of course I wouldn't be walking, but I felt great and I was cleared to walk and I decided to walk. I just had no idea that I would have anyone that's a mom telling me that I shouldn't be doing that, right? And I ended up getting some feedback about how I shouldn't be holding Brody with like one hand, which I was holding him on my shoulder with one hand, which I felt like it was a major cool mom move, like a fresh mom move that I was able to hold him with one hand. Um, But I had some people saying that I shouldn't be doing that. And I was like, wow, this is so interesting that I'm getting this negative feedback. And I understand why there are some moms that don't talk about their journey, honestly, because of the fact that this mom shaming thing is real. But even if you're not a mom and you're talking about anything in your life, whether it is building a business or it's sharing your you know, fashion tips or your makeup tips or your health things, like anything, you're going to get some negative feedback. And what was so interesting about this is I asked myself this question that I've asked myself a bazillion times throughout my entrepreneurial career, which is, what problems do I want more? And gosh, that question is so important because truth of the matter is you can have the problem, which I had before I became an entrepreneur. I remember back in 2014. So like back in the day, I was working at a corporate like job in IT. I was a project manager and I oversaw a team of engineers. They were partially in Beijing and Chengdu, China. Our manufacturers were in Taipei. I lived in Seattle at the time and I started a business on the side. And the reason was because I was so unfulfilled, right? So the problem that I had before I became an entrepreneur was I felt really unfulfilled. I didn't feel like I was using my gifts because you know, I had this job, which if you can imagine, if we've been connected for a while, imagine my personality like shoved into a pencil skirt, just trying to like, 
like talk with software engineers, right? It was like such a different role for me, but I felt really unfulfilled. So the problem was I felt unfulfilled. So I started a business on the side back in 2014. That's how I became an entrepreneur. My first business was a network marketing, which I no longer do, uh, but that was how I got started. The problem that I had then was feeling unfulfilled. The problem that I had once I started a business was dealing with negative feedback about that business, dealing with negative feedback from friends or family that didn't understand my vision or why I was doing that. But the question still remained, what problem do I want more? The problem of feeling unfulfilled, like I'm not using my potential, which is how I felt when I was in my corporate job. And like I didn't, I wasn't in the right lane, right? I now know that I was always supposed to be an entrepreneur, but back in the corporate world, I just felt like I was so structured and I was just like not like getting to be a fully expressed version of me, which really mattered to me, right? So that was one problem. The other problem is dealing with negative feedback. Which problem do I want more? And I find myself still asking that question even today because I did have a really awesome pregnancy and I've had an incredible birth story. Like you can go check it out from last Friday's episode. And I've had a really great postpartum and newborn season of only the first two weeks. But I'm like, gosh, I'm willing to talk about those things because I think that example needs to be shown because there's such a negative example about postpartum and about pregnancy and about birth. And of course, everybody is entitled to sharing their story. And there are people that have had traumatic births and really tough pregnancies and really tough postpartum journeys, or they're not in a situation like I'm in where I have my husband who is getting to show up and help support me because he's also an entrepreneur and we have finances that can support us and we've got resources. And like, I know how privileged we are. So don't get me wrong. I understand that. And people that are not in our situation are you know entitled to their own experience and some of them it is really tough but here's the thing i feel so called to talk about my experience that i'm willing to deal with the quote unquote problem of getting some negative feedback or some people that don't understand me because the problem of not sharing it and feeling like i'm not getting to be this example to women that are nervous to have kids or are scared because they only hear this negative narrative about pregnancy and postpartum and birth stories like that i get to be an example to some of them there might be another way like i'm not going to hold back that I feel called to talk about this. So why I'm sharing this is because maybe you are going into a situation this weekend or next month, or you've got like a Christmas party coming up, or you've got a girl's trip coming up, or you've got something where you know that you're going to be around people that don't understand your vision. I want you to ask yourself that question. Which problem do I want more? The problem of staying in the city that you live in, even though you know you feel called to move and feeling uncomfortable, like you never got to live the life that you wanted because you were living your life according to somebody else's success criteria. Do you want that problem or do you want the problem of getting some negative feedback from your sister or your brother-in-law or your mom or your mother-in-law or insert whoever that person is that doesn't understand your vision and the choices that you're making? Which problem do you want more? Right? Right? It's as simple and difficult as that. If you are really focused on your health right now and you know you got, you know, Aunt Sally Sue who's going to give you some commentary about the fact that you're not going to have, you know, 12 scoops of mashed potatoes like you used to. I'm just making stuff up, right? But like, and you know you're going to get some negative feedback from Aunt Sally Sue. Okay, well, do you want to deal with the problem of having to navigate her negative feedback or do you want the problem of feeling like you're not making your health a priority? Well, if you're making your health a priority right now, you might have some people that don't understand your health choices that you're making or the fact that you want to prioritize working out before 
you know, doing your Thanksgiving dinner or whatever, or you're not drinking right now or whatever it is that you're doing, there's always going to be a problem. And I think sometimes when we set goals, we forget and we get really focused on the shiny part of a goal or the shiny part of a vision. Like I'm going to build this business or I'm going to, you know, chart my path in this way. I'm going to build this podcast or I'm going to start this blog or I'm going to become a triathlon runner or whatever. And we forget that some people are not going to understand why we're doing it. Some people that were around, maybe more this time of year. So which problem do you want more? I'm not saying that it's okay for people to disrespect you or overstep boundaries that you've created and you know, say negative things. I'm not saying that you can't stand up for yourself, but I am saying that like at the end of the day, you get to pick the life that you want to live. And I just want you to live a life that's in accordance with the type of life you actually want to live, not based off of somebody else's standards of what success is or what the quote unquote right path is, or you not living the life that you want to live because you're worried about feedback from Aunt Sally Sue at the Thanksgiving dinner table or your sister or some random girl from third grade that you're connected with on Instagram, right? Like I want you to live a life that you are so stoked about because you deserve it, right? So you're going to have negative feedback. But if you default to that question, which problem do I want more? You're just picking what you're more excited about. So for me, I'll deal with some negative feedback on Instagram with some people that don't like how I'm showing up as a mom because I deeply care about showing a different narrative of the experience that I'm having right now because I think it needs to be added to the conversation. So I'll deal with that problem all day long because I'm not going to deal with the problem of feeling unfulfilled or feeling like I'm not living up to my potential. And that choice is for you, whatever it is that you're navigating in your life right now, knowing that some people might not understand, but it's not anybody else's job to believe in you or to understand you or to validate you. It's your job to believe in you, to validate your damn self, to write your own freaking permission slip, to live your version of a best life. And I say that with so much love because I understand it can sound harsh, like, hey, do this thing. Like I'm never going to give prescriptive advice here, but I am always going to try and be your girlfriend that reminds you that you've got one freaking shot here. So we've got to make it count, which means you might have to deal with some negative feedback or some undesired feedback or some people that aren't supportive. But whatever you focus on is going to write the narrative of your perspective of life. So you can focus on the people that don't believe in you, Or you can focus on the ways that you're making an impact, or you can focus on the things that you're excited about, or you can focus on the things that are bogging you down. It's always in your hands. And while we're on that, I just want to touch on one quick thing, expectations. I think there is a really difficult like narrative that we have in our culture about roles, how a mom should act, how a dad should act, how a sister should act, how a best friend should act, how a husband, how a wife, how insert whatever should act. And because of those roles, we put these characteristics or expectations on those people to show up in a certain way. And if they don't show up in that way, then we feel let down. And I just want to remind you what I remind myself all the time, which has helped me so much in my relationships with my parents and with my family and even with my husband and with myself, with my girlfriends, is I do not want anyone to put me on a pedestal to expect that I'm always going to be a perfect wife, a perfect mom, a perfect daughter, a perfect sister, friend, whatever, insert every single role that I have in my life. I don't want anyone to put the expectations on me to be perfect just because of the role that I have, which means it's my job to not put the expectations on somebody else. Because how your mom shows up in the world and how my mom shows up in the world is different. 
right? And I'm not discrediting if you've had like very tough upbringings. I'm not meaning to make this about like trauma or anything like that. I'm just saying like, you know, there are some people in your life that you're like frustrated by constantly, but it might just be because you have expectations of perfection from them. And that doesn't mean that they can walk all over you. And that doesn't mean that they can disrespect you. Or that doesn't mean that you can't stand up for yourself, right? Or have real conversations with them. But it might be an opportunity right now, this time of year and this season, to take them off of this pedestal of perfection because you don't want to be on that pedestal either, right? To say, okay, you know how a mom, quote unquote, should act, how a sister, quote unquote, should act is completely dependent upon the person, right? you're not always going to get it right, which is why I always remind myself this. Like, I know I'm not always going to get it right. So if I'm going to give myself grace, I have to also give other people that grace too. And I think if you go into the holiday season, if you are going to be spending more time with family and you've got this question in your back pocket of like, which problem do I want more? knowing that that's going to help drive you to building a life that you're obsessed with, with your success criteria. When you get to the end of your TBD amount of days here, you're like, yes, I lived my life in accordance to what I actually wanted. I didn't hold back because I was scared of negative feedback. I didn't hold back because I wanted validation from everybody else. I didn't hold back because I know that I deserve to get to the end and be like, yes, I freaking did it my way. When we don't know how many days we have here. Truly, right? So having that question of what problems do I want more in your back pocket, and then simultaneously asking yourself if you're unintentionally or subconsciously putting somebody on a pedestal or you're expecting something of them because of the role that they have, and you might not be giving them enough grace, right? And you know, use your own discernment here of if this person, you know, deserves the grace. Like I think everybody deserves grace. And I trust and I just like to believe, I guess, that people are doing the best that they can with the tools that they have. Sometimes I'm wrong, but I'd rather assume the best in people, truly, because I would rather have people assume the best for me too. Doesn't mean I'm always going to be right. Doesn't mean I'm always going to show up in the best way. Doesn't mean I'm not going to get snippy with someone or like misstep because I'm human, just like you are just like your mom, your sister, your dad, your brother-in-law, your mother-in-law, your whoever is too, right? So maybe this is the season where we decide to give ourselves more grace, give other people more grace, and then build lives that we're really freaking obsessed with because we deserve it and because we're okay with some negative feedback or not getting the validation from everybody else about our choices because we're grown-ass women who get to carve our own path. I hope this episode was helpful for you. I love you. I'm rooting for you always. And I'll talk to you soon, girl. Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a girlfriend. Like, send it to her right now. Or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out. I am so freaking grateful to be on this journey with you, girl. So until next time, I'll talk to you soon. 